Hello, welcome to Meet the Thriller Author, a podcast that features interviews with authors of mysteries, thrillers, and suspense novels. My name is Alan Peterson, and I am your host. I am also an author of thrillers, and that is why when I decided to start a podcast where I would be interviewing uh, fellow authors, I decided to focus on the genre that I write in and that I love, which is the uh, thriller genre. And for simplicity's sake, by thrillers here, I'm talking about uh, books that you would find in Amazon's mystery, thriller, and suspense uh, category, as well as its subcategories of crime fiction, uh, such as uh, police procedurals, psychological thrillers, espionage, uh, those type of novels. These are the authors that you'll be meeting during this podcast. Okay, so uh, with that out of the way, stay tuned for the latest episode of Meet the Thriller Author. Hey everybody, uh, welcome to Meet the Thriller Author. This is your host, Alan Peterson. And for this podcast, I'm going to be interviewing uh, Sukaleta, who's the uh, author of uh, the thriller books, uh, crime books, uh, Wings of Mayhem, Marred. Uh, she also runs a pretty uh, great uh, website and blog for uh, for writers of uh, crime fiction. So we're going to talk to her about her books and all her blogs and all that good stuff. So, uh, Sue, thanks for coming on the show. Thanks for having me, Alan. Uh, for our listeners who don't know uh, about you, can you tell us a little bit about yourself, please? I'm a member of Mystery Writers of America, Sisters in Crime, and International Thriller Authors. I have two series. Uh, the Mayhem series, Wings of Mayhem, is book one, but it's also a standalone. Uh, Blessed Mayhem's coming out this fall. And then I have the Grafton County series. Mard is book one, but that also can stand alone. And Impaled, not sure if I'm loving the title yet, but that should come out before the holidays as well. So they're part of the they're part of a. Uh a two series? separate series, yeah. Okay, two separate series, but each book yeah. is a standalone, but they're same characters? Same characters, same setting. Yeah, different murder spree. I write about serial killers, mostly. Okay, yeah, yeah I was seeing that the serial killer breaks into the home of, uh, of of an author. So, yeah, that marred one. I have to check that one out. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> and uh, I have The Rendering, which is a collection of dark flash fiction. Yeah, I was going to ask you about that. What? So, um, I'm not too familiar with flash fiction. Can you uh, uh, explain? Flash that to me? fiction are stories under a thousand words, complete stories with a you know clear hook, beginning, clear midpoint, twist, and twist ending. Um, there, it, the short form is a lot of fun to write. I, I usually write flash fiction. At the same time, I'm writing my novels just to break things up a little bit, and they're a great way to, like, experiment with different characters or, you know, if you're not quite sure if this character is worthy of a whole novel, I use them in a flash, flash fiction piece, and it, it, it's great. works oh, great. And how do you publish those? Do you put them on your website? or you? Oh. Well, that's, that's the only fiction that I have self-published is... Um, the collection of the rendering actually is the name of the book. Um, I put it on all the book sites: Amazon, Barnes and Noble, Apple iTunes, Smashwords, any online book site. And so, how long have you been writing? Um, I've been writing. Gee, in my early twenties, I wrote children's books. Believe it or not. Um, 
it's <laughs> vast different from what I write now. But um, I did that for a number of years, but I didn't really, I wasn't seriously writing, just kind of having fun. And I only got serious about getting published maybe five or six years ago. And why why do you uh, write the why the change to thrillers and uh, and crime fiction is that the genre that you like to read uh, before oh, you started yeah. writing it? Yeah, I like to I like to I write exactly what I like to read. Mm-hmm. Um, the you know hard boiled, I I offer an honest peek behind the crime scene tape. Sometimes that's frightening. Sometimes it's it's graphic. But it's it's always factual, and I you know I enjoy those kind of movies. I enjoy those kind of books. Uh, I always have been really interested in what makes people kill. And uh, where do you get all, all your uh, your information for your books? All these uh, you did, you obviously do a lot of research and you share a lot of your research on your website, which is awesome for aspiring writers. Um, how do you uh, start uh, doing all this research and getting all this information for your books? I. I've always kind of been a researchaholic. Years ago, I was a paralegal, and I think that kind of threw me into loving to do research. So I, um, I do it anyways, so I figured I would share what I learn on, you know, with other crime writers so they don't have to waste hours. I mean, I can get lost for days yeah. in research. Days. It's like, you know, going down a, a rabbit hole. And I finally emerged two days later, but I have some great ideas, you know. That's usually where I get my ideas, too. I start, I start with a, a murder, and then I build my story around some freaky murder. So you've always been interested in, that, in the subject matter? Um, I was the same way as well, and um, uh, my wife at the time was my girlfriend, was very concerned with my reading habits. Uh, <laughs> Especially back, at, especially back in those days before Kindles, I actually had books I had to bring home. What? Like, what is this? <laughs> she still married me though, so we we the same way. I was reading about serial killers and Ted Bundy and yes, Ed Kemper yes. and all these people. <laughs> Thankfully, my husband shares that love. So, but uh, you know, when I wrote the book Sixty Ways to Murder, he yeah, he likes to say he sleeps with one eye open. <laughs> <laughs> uh, don't, don't, uh, he better not tick you off too much. <laughs> right. Just a quick segue on those books because uh, they're fascinating. As you know, I, I, one of the new series that I'm working on is a is a crime, which is you know usually I write political thr- type thrillers. Oh, and cool! So your your books are really fascinating to me. The the nonfiction stuff was that just uh, you started saying, "Hey, I got all this information. I'm going to just share this with other authors as well." Well, yeah, uh, Crime Writers Research, um, that book stemmed from my blog because people kept saying, gee, if only I could get all this information in one place. So I figured, well, I'll give it to them in one place. So I took, like, the best of and made Crime Writers Research. I also have a resource page on my website that has links that will keep you busy for months. I mean, there's everything on there, including uh, police-turned-crime writers who, who love to help other crime writers. I also have a crime chat on Twitter every Wednesday at 3 o'clock, and that's for writers. I have eight of my closest law enforcement friends and me, 
Uh, we answer questions for crime writers with the hashtag A Crime Chat. Yeah, I was looking at your research page. It is one of the uh, best ones that I've seen. Uh, it's like sites that I, I, you know, I thought I was pretty good at the at, at the sites out there, but you really uh, linked to some pretty uh, cool resources there. And so just, uh, yeah, I mean, I'll have this all in the show notes, of course, but uh, it's a sucoletta.com. Uh, for the aspiring writers or writers who are listening to the podcast, I really recommend if you're going to write crime fiction to check out Sue's website for sure. Thanks. Yeah. And also for the fiction books, of course, for the novels, but the nonfiction stuff is pretty impressive. <laughs> Thank you very much. Um, so uh, what are you working on right now? Are you working on, uh, you said you had two series. Do you work at them at the same time? or do you Well, just- you know, normally, no, but right now, yeah. <laughs> Right now, uh, because the deadlines are both looming, I'm working on Blessed Mayhem as well as Impaled. Um, I'm also working on a standalone called A Deadly Yearning that I've I've kind of been pecking away at that for for months. In between other stuff, you know, it's just one of those that you I fit in here and there. And uh, I'm hoping to get that one out by Christmas too. So, yeah, I'm juggling three novels, and I have a short story due uh, Sunday for a new anthology. It's a dark fiction anthology called Run. That's going to be out this Halloween. Wow, that's pretty... uh, I'm getting nervous just listening to that schedule. (laughs) (laughs) When I say it out loud, I kind of blow my own mind, yeah. Who are the protagonists in your books? Are they all set, uh, and like where are they set? Are they usually set? Are they set in this in your hometown, or do you pick different states or different countries? Well, Mard is set in Alexandria, New Hampshire, and that's where I live now. Um, Sage Quintano is a crime writer. Uh, her husband Nico is the sheriff of Grafton County, and there's a snarky deputy, Frankie Campanelli, that. Um, and I, I rotate the three point of views. So although Sage is the main protagonist, there really are, you know, three intertwining uh, plot lines. Sage conducts her own investigation while Nico and Frankie conduct the police investigation. And then Wings of Mayhem is set in Revere. I used to live in Revere. And um, I used to live all over that area. And so that book, is that series, it has her and then the detective has his investigation going on. And in the Wings of Mayhem series, you get the killer's point of view as well. Oh, cool. Yeah. Oh. That he's, and he was a lot of fun to write, too. Yeah. I can imagine get, trying to get into, their, into, the killer's, into the killer's head. Yes, yes, I love doing that. <laughs> Do you find it hard, like, if you're doing all this research and you're looking through all these uh, crime scene and photographs and all this, do you find it, uh, does it, is it hard, or do you just kind of... I thought that I got kind of immune to looking at crime scenes, um, because I've, I've seen so many of them, photos of crime scenes, of course. But, I, you know, I went to the Writers Police Academy, earlier this month and they showed us crime scene photos of this one sicko what he did to his victims and that one has stayed with me so I think it was because he just took murder so far that it's really 
kind of haunted me since. But normally, yeah, it doesn't bother me. Mm-hmm. I, I shouldn't say it doesn't bother me. I should say it. you get used to it. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, you said, I could imagine like a police officer, you know, eventually. Oh, I can't even imagine yeah. what they go through. Yeah, seeing that in, in, in real life. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I mean, kid murders, forget it. Oh, yeah. Those have to be devastating. I've heard I've uh, you you um, I've heard a few authors mention that Police Writers Academy uh, sounds like it's a lot of fun and an interesting uh, uh, conference to go to or training to oh, go it to. Was, it was a blast! Oh, it was so much fun. They have these uh, impromptu crimes that happen all around you, and and so that's really cool. <laughs> they had a um, they had a a deadly head-on collision where actors are acting it out and oh my god the cries when this mother saw her um 20 year old son go through the windshield and die i mean it just goes right through you so uh, it's really more of an experience than a conference yeah i was just gonna say that yeah they have actors and everything i didn't realize that oh yeah Oh, yeah, wow. and they're very convincing too. Yeah, it, they brought in helicopters for this crash. Everything. Oh. Huh. Oh yeah, it's it's quite it's quite something. I can't wait to go back next year. So it sounds like it's a, a very interactive experience. I just assumed it was just like a regular, you know, sitting down there and someone's talking. Yeah, <laughs> yeah no. I mean, they did have a couple of talks, and um, but you stu- you also study at the real police academy, so. You know, and you take courses like death investigation, and, and so I mean, it's just, it's just so much fun. But you learn a ton, and, and you, you can use that knowledge in your books. So, okay, yeah, I was just going to ask you that. You find that you that's that's something that you're using now for your for your books. There, there is one little tidbit that I got a bomb squad officer to tell me, and nobody was around, so. I'm definitely using that. But the um, other stuff, yes. I mean, as far as procedures go and and so forth, absolutely. I researched, you know, as as we've said, I, I, I research anyways. But I did learn several things that I can use in future books. You know, one of the things that was very surprised me was how heavy their gear is. Just walking around with their belt and vest, uh, it adds like 30 pounds. Yeah. <laughs> it's crazy. Yeah, so also you actually, they, they, you put on their gear and everything, huh? So, oh, yeah. 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 Oh, that's cool. It's, it's, a, it's a lot. It's a ton of fun. So you mentioned before that you start with a murder where you're writing your stories. So where do you usually get your ideas? Do you like take them off like the headlines or the news or... Um, no, and, and you know, I've thought of doing that because I, I love, you know, ripped from the headlines things. Uh, no, I, I dig and dig and dig and dig until I can find a murder that isn't commonly used. So, you know, with Mard, I found a true story and then I added to it to make it fit my story. Like this, I read an article about um, a woman hanging in an abandoned barn. So I started with that, but I 
I can't really tell you because I don't want to give it away. But um, well, that's a, that's, a, that, that's they look like that. angels hanging in 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 my story. So, like, I'll start with a. It might be a real case, but then I'll fictionalize it to make it creepier and a <laughs> little cooler. Well, that was a great. That's that was a great hook the way you described it. Just the way you said. <laughs> I started with some woman hanging in a bar, and that right there is yeah. creepy. <laughs> and that's the cover of the book too. Oh, is okay. The woman hanging in the bar. Yeah. <laughs> yeah the, oh yeah. Rings of mayhem. It's actually a real murder method, and it's called the bloody eagle. And wow, when I read about this method, I said, oh my goodness, I have to use this in my next book. It's so freaky, but true. So that's really what, I, I love that. It adds a little extra creepiness to it. And do you uh, do you then like, do you outline your, your books before you start writing them or you kind of just uh, go start oh, writing? No, I'm a planner. Oh, okay, yeah. Yeah, I, I I used to be a pantser. Uh, I wrote five novels that will never see the light of day from those <laughs> days. But uh, yeah, now I plan I plan everything. Blessed Mayhem is so intricate. I've had to plan every single scene. Yeah, if I helped you too, since you're doing two different series and the short stories, it'd be kind of hard to. <laughs> well, that's it. Yeah, I. Besides the, I use an Excel spreadsheet to plan my stories, but then I have index cards and scribbles and notebooks and notes everywhere, you know. So you don't have this character with blue eyes in one chapter and all of a sudden they have brown eyes three chapters later, yeah. you know. And do you write with Word? I do, oh, yeah. yeah. I was yeah. curious what people use to, to write their, their uh, books with. I have Scrivener, but I... Honestly, I haven't even had the time to learn to use it. Yeah, it's but a big people, yeah, it's a big learning curve on that. That's for sure. That's what I heard. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, it looks like it's a great tool, but it you know it's time consuming just to learn it. So, are there any similarities between you and your main characters? Oh yeah. yeah. Oh, absolutely. Um, I take a piece of me for almost every character. Uh, Sage, you know, she's a lot like me. Uh, she's the one in Mard. And Shawnee in Wings of Mayhem, she is actually me as a teenager with that, you know, sarcastic wit and say whatever pops into your head. You know, that mm. type. So uh, I, I exaggerated her, of course, but... Um, yeah, they're both. They've both got pieces of me. Even even the male characters have pieces of me and my husband, and kind of a mixture. Okay, yeah, I was gonna ask you that too. Dude. Like, if you incorporate like friends or or family, say, hey, so your husband's in there too a little bit, huh? <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. He's 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 a lot in Nico. Um, I even included my dogs. And, and I think it's a great way to pay tribute to you know, dogs that have passed. Mm -hmm. So I like to, I like to include animals in all my stories too. Oh, that's great. Yeah. You know, my, that was one thing my wife, she read my books. She's like, why don't you have any dogs in there? Cause you know, we have three dogs. We love dogs. I'm like, hey, you know, I never thought about that. <laughs> yeah. It, oh, it, it definitely makes them more believable mm -hmm. because you see the interaction with the, with the character and the animal, especially 
if you have a character like like Shawnee, who's um, she's really rough around the edges. So by giving her, I gave her cats, but by giving her a, an animal to love, it showed her soft side. So it's a nice way to do that. I also do that with my killers. And uh, when you're writing, where do you usually write? Uh, do you have a dedicated place, or do you like write all over? I write normally in the sunroom oh. until it gets um, too cold that I can't write out here anymore. I also like to write on the deck in a nice weather. Mm-hmm. But being in New England, you know, we we do have a a stopping point where. I got to bring it back into the house. (laughs) So, you know. But uh, the sunroom is definitely my favorite place to write. And do you still find time to uh, read? Or I know you have such a busy schedule. Yeah, I I start every morning reading. Oh, great. Yeah. Yeah, I love to read. Mm -hmm. And I don't really think you. Well, you know, uh, this might rub some people the wrong way, but I really think you need to read. Yeah, I if agree. You're write. Mm-hmm. You know, you need to know what's out there and what people are doing and and how they're doing it. And do you do you read in your in the genre and the thriller genre? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Right now, I'm reading um, "Face of a Killer" by Robin Bursell. Oh, I'll have to write that one down, Robin Bursell. Yeah, oh. good one. Yeah. Yeah, I, I agree with on that too. I know some people, some of the authors I've interviewed don't like to read on their own genre because they're afraid they'll get influenced. But I, I think it's important to understand what's going on in your genre and to get uh, inspiration. And yeah, yeah. I, I agree with you on that one. Plus, you know, I, I want to be influenced by Karen Slaughter and Lee Child. Yeah, yeah. That's not a bad thing, right? Yep. And I've always liked to read thrillers. I'm not going to stop now. <laughs> right, right. Why would I stop? And then some writers say, oh, I can't possibly read while I'm writing. I, I don't understand that either. Yeah. I mean, are, are you afraid you're going to start writing like Lee Child? <laughs> Would that be a bad thing? Yeah. <laughs> you know? But, uh, you know, to each his own. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Whatever whatever works for, for the other pe- person. But, yeah, I, I, I'm with you on that one. <laughs> right, yeah. right. So now um, I see, obviously, from your web, from your site, you you interact a lot with the uh, with the writing community. How do you get a lot of feedback, and how is that? Uh, how well, you- I've been so fortunate with the writing community. I've made so many ni- so many fantastic friends, uh, and th- it all stemmed from my blog. Yeah, the murder blog. <laughs> yes, murder blog. I I, um, I started that about I think it's four four and a half years ago. And wow, I'm, I, I can't even believe how, how far it's come in that short period of time. And I was just posting what I'm passionate about, crime. But it was, a, it was a nice way to meet the writing community. And they are the most supportive people on the planet. Yeah, you got some great interviews on your site, too. I saw you have uh, Graham Hetrick, who's got that new show the, on ID, The Corner, I Speak for the Dead. Yes, yes, that was fun. I snagged him from Twitter. Oh, really? Wow. <laughs> yeah, whenever I see... I'm trying to get Joe Kenda now. Because yeah. I just love Homicide Hunter. Yeah, that's a great show. But whenever I see, um, you know, somebody from Twitter that I want, I an- immediately strike up a conversa- <laughs> conversation. <laughs> he actually saw a post... Graham saw a post I did about... Uh, killing fields across the country, across the globe, really. 
and he liked the post. So that was how we ended up first talking. Yeah, I haven't. Uh, yeah, I've seen it. I've seen the. Uh, I, I watch ID a lot, but I haven't uh, watched his show yet. But it's on the. It's on my. On my to do list because that's how the commercial it looks. Pretty cool. Oh, it is. It is. It is. I, I, I'm really enjoying it. Mm-hmm. And you, you read a lot about forensics t- uh, too, and uh, so I'm assuming that that plays into your in, into your work. So your your stuff's very accurate. Yes. Yes. In Mard. Um, there's a whole scene where Nico, the sheriff, is is teaching a new deputy um, blood blood spatter analysis. So I had to learn it in order for Nico to teach the deputy. And in the in book two, he is teaching him about entomology. So same thing. I have to know it pretty good in order to let that play out. But it's so much fun learning that stuff. I've taken several forensic classes too oh. to help. And do you find uh, like what are the, what are the, some of the challenges when you're trying to bring your novels to life? Um, well, that the biggest challenge is um, police officers read our genre, so though I don't ever want to get the eye roll. You know what I mean? Like, oh, God, that would never happen. So, I mean, that's always forefront in my mind is is what if a professional in this field read this scene, would would they believe it? Mm. And I think that's the the toughest thing is, is making sure. Like in Wings of Mayhem, I have um, a whole anatomy session where the ME is explaining the murder to the detective and he's you know rat, rambling off uh, anatomy because that's how Emmys would speak so uh, I was so paranoid about that that I actually brought it to a friend in the medical profession and said did I get it right you know yeah. just because that's always my biggest fear that I'll get it wrong oh so you actually have something like, so, like somebody who is in that field kind of Fact check it for you, kind of. Yeah. <laughs> oh wow. Yeah. Oh. Yep. Uh, I have a few, quite a few coroners and uh, cops and profilers and federal agents and medical and yeah, yeah. Oh, that's a good. So ne- that's a good network to have. <laughs> it really is. It's really. I've been very lucky. Yeah. Now I noticed on your website too. You have uh, the serial killer project. Can you tell us a little bit about that? Oh, the serial killer project. Oh, that's. That is founded by cold case expert and retired NYPD, uh, Joe Giacolone. And he teaches the Serial Killer Project in um, a university in New York, and the university name escapes me right now. He originally started the group for that class. And eventually it will help that class, but I'm not sure how yet because he's, he, he's kind of keeping me in the dark even though I'm the communications manager. So for now, we post all kinds of things about serial killers on there for everyone to enjoy. But eventually it'll go to YouTube and it will involve that class. Oh, wow. Awesome. Yeah. He also has a, the other group 
that I'm also the communications manager of is uh, forensic science. And that is, you know, we post cool medical breakthroughs and, uh, oh, there's, there's just a wealth of information there. And so now, do you make sure that you write every day? Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Do you have like a word goal or just a... You know, I, I don't do that. Mm-hmm. I, I write seven days a week. I, I work seven days a week. Although this summer I have been taking some playtime, um, but yeah, I try. I try to write every single day. I mean, there's finding that balance between marketing your books and writing is difficult. But uh, you know, I, I try my best. And do you uh, uh, do you have different publishers for your two series, or do you working with the same? I do. Oh wow. Yeah, Mard is with Tiergar Publishing, which is a um, publisher out of Ireland. And Wings of Mayhem is with Crossroad. They're, uh, um, they're in the U.S. Oh. Yeah, no particular reason. I just, uh, you know, I have different goals with each series, so I went with the publisher that can help me meet those goals. Mm-hmm. And uh, do you, um, and so you're working right now on the on the second series, and you say you want that one to come out uh, this year. Is that the is that your current work in progress? Yes, Blessed Mayhem's just about done. Oh, okay. So the ebook version will definitely be out um, October, November. Print takes like six months after that. Mm-hmm. Uh, say with the. Mard sequel, that publisher's a little backed up. It might not be till, you know, March, till that comes out. But hopefully, it won't take too long. And do you do you have a lot of back and forth when you're done with your uh, manuscript with the editors and stuff, or is it pretty clean? Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, my Mard, we had three rounds of edit, but. Uh, Wings of Mayhem, not really. I mean, it was just a quick... You know, the more you write and the more you learn about how each publisher does does what, because mm-hmm. everybody has a little bit different way of doing things, um, you know, you, you just kind of make the uh, manuscript to fit that publisher. But, yeah, since Mard was my first professionally published novel... There was a learning curve there, which is why I had more uh, rounds of edit. Wings of Mayhem, I kind of had it down. So, well, definitely going to be uh, looking forward to that. And I'll, um, like I said before, I'll have links in the show notes of all your sites and everything. But uh, you're on Twitter, you're on Facebook, right? You're pretty active on both. Yep, on Twitter, I'm Sue Coletta One, and same with Facebook, Sue Coletta One. Okay. Yes, uh, so the uh, listeners can find you. Um, so, okay, I won't uh, take the, any more of your time here, but if uh, before I let you go, is there anything else you'd like to see uh, say to the uh, to the listeners? Uh, just, I hope you enjoy reading my books as much as I enjoyed writing them. Thank you for listening to this episode of Meet the Thriller Author. You can uh, learn more about the, this podcast and about future interviews over at the website at uh, www.thrillingreads.com forward slash podcast. And if you haven't done so yet, I'd like to invite you to subscribe to this podcast on iTunes, 
Uh, you can do it on Stitcher, or you can do it uh, by email uh, over at the uh, website. And also, let's invite you to uh, join the mailing list so you never miss an episode. And I'd also like to invite you to visit my author page at uh, Facebook, uh, Alan Peterson Books, and also my website, alanpeterson.com. 